Hi, welcome back to Conversations with Myself. My name is Julieta. I had a crash last week. We saw this coming, right? We saw it coming. Um, so basically, I went to the movies on Wednesday. It's funny, like side note, when I record podcasts, my voice goes lower than my normal voice. My normal voice is like this, like higher. But when I record podcasts, I'm like, I drop an octave. <laughs> and then I have a sore throat <laughs> after recording. <laughs> I don't know, just fun side fact, side note, side note, fun fact, whatever. Okay, I went to the movies on Wednesday by myself, which I love going to the movies by myself. I don't know what it is, but it's really relaxing when you just really want to watch a film and you can have your own opinions on it and that's it. Because when you go with people, they will have opinions Sometimes your opinions will align. Sometimes they're like, oh, yeah, did you understand this messaging behind this and this? And I'm like, what? Like, maybe I'm not intellectual enough. Maybe I'm too basic. I don't know. But then it's like, no, can't we just enjoy the movie and just think about like, of course, I like having a conversation around movies and um, and have like someone else's perspective on it. Sure. But sometimes I would just like to watch a movie and then not have to discuss it. I just want to enjoy the movie. Also, because I tend to, if I go to the movies by myself, I go to like a midday showing. So I went on 1130 and of course, no one else is there. Because who in God's name is going to the movies on a Wednesday at 1130 in the morning? Nobody. Exactly amazing you're in the movie theater by yourself you have the room to yourself you can be however you want to be I really like that so I went to see After Sun which I've wanted to see for a really long time and of course here everything comes out super late and I tried to find it online but I couldn't find it online in the meantime like in the last couple of days I found a great um, it has every single movie in the best quality ever. Like I'm I'm projecting it onto my TV, um, like mirroring from my iPad, and it's it's Chef's Kiss, amazing. Whoever wants the link, hit me up. I will I will give it to you. Um. So I just realized my control was a bit low for the. I hope it's fine. I hope you could hear me. Anyways, I went to see After Sun, and I knew a little bit about the movie before I went. Um, it's with Paul Mescal. Um, Mescal? Not Mescal. Mescal? Mescal? The Irish actor from Normal People. Fantastic actor. I seriously love him. <laughs> If he would show up at my door and ask me if I wanted to be his girlfriend, I would say yes. <laughs> I'm 
no hesitation. And without knowing anything about the man, I would say yes. Like, he is phenomenal. Um, so he's in it with, um, I think her name, her first name is Frankie. Oh, come on. Frankie Corio. Um, Paul Meskel plays a 30-year-old dad to Frankie Corio's character, who's 11 years old. And they go on vacation together. Um, I'm not going to spill the plot of the movie. It's beautifully shot. It's very real. It's a very real and relatable movie. I don't have an 11-year-old child, but it shows... So it shows the relationship that she has with her father, which I could relate to. I mean, my dad was older when I was 11. He wasn't 30. He was 40-something. Um, it shows his relationship to his daughter. It kind of hints at the relationship he has with her mother. Um and just the struggles of a 30-year-old of what he wants to do with his life, job situation, financial situation. He, You can see in the movie that he's suffering from anxiety and I would even say depression um, and how he's coping with that. And it was so relatable, again, without me having a child and my father having been a bit older than he was. But it was just so, it was a really beautiful film. I loved it. Um, it's not action-packed. It's not like, I cried because I have like a brought up personal things for me um but yeah it's it's like it's I would say it's an indie movie kind of um but highly recommend so if you're looking for something to watch something a bit more quiet something a bit more people based like the relationship of people um which literally is every single movie ever um watch that but something strange happened in this experience like when I was in the theater by myself watching a movie at 11 30 on a Wednesday um my heart slowed down not in a like oh god she's gonna die way in a way that it's been I had really really bad anxiety for the better part of a month now and we've talked about it before. I haven't been sleeping for the last month or so. And I was just really struggling, to be honest. I was faking it to making it, which coping mechanism, 100%. I was using any and all kinds of distractions to not really have to deal with certain things also coping mechanism mm. and so while I was in there doing something by myself with myself for myself 
which I haven't done in a really, really long time. I haven't gone to the movies by myself since... When was the last time I went to a movie by myself? 2018? 2019? Something like this. And I used to do this quite often. Just to do like, to get some headspace. So my heart just kind of like slowed back down. Like it wasn't in this like, adrenaline pumping never ending cycle and I was able to enjoy this film for two hours and then I left the movies to get some groceries and while I was in the grocery store I started getting dizzy and tired and I had a headache and I was like huh something's off like okay maybe I need to go home so I went home, I had some food, because I thought maybe I'm hungry, I had some water, a lot of water. I lied down, and I fell asleep in the middle of the day. This hasn't happened for a really long time. Like when I had my anemia, then I passed out every day at 4 p.m., every day, without fail. Um, but I was like, I can't be low on iron. Like, it's just impossible. So I passed out, woke up, wasn't feeling any better. I was like, okay, this is all, like, weird, just weird. And I could sense something's coming. And I was watching TV. Um, Something, like, easy, like a game. It was a game show on German TV. And... They played Coldplay. So I put on some Coldplay music to sing to because I haven't listened to them in forever and I was in the mood. And Fix You came on. And that's when I knew where this is coming from because I was reading the lyrics. I know the lyrics by heart, but I've never really paid attention to them. Like I know the gist of the song and the song is super sad. It's one of my favorites. It's like horribly sad. But um, I was reading the lyrics and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> okay. And of course I'm crying. <laughs> and there's this one line in the song if you haven't heard it, listen to it. You probably have. Um, and the lyric is... Um, when you're too in love to let it go, but if you never try, you'll never know just what you're worth. And I... <laughs> I lost it. Oh my god, I lost it. Um, and then I had to cancel the rest of my week pretty much to get some space and to figure out what the hell is going on. I'm someone that when stuff happens, I deal with it 
And then at some point, I'm tired of talking about it or working on it or processing it. I'm kind of like, can we be done with this? And I move on before I fully figure out, okay, how am I feeling? How am I doing? What's happening? What are the repercussions? How has this affected my health? X, Y, Z. I keep saying X, Y, Z instead of et cetera. Oh, God. My concentration is way off at the moment as well. Um, so, yeah, I spent a few days by myself, completely by myself, watching movies. I spent all of Saturday on the sofa watching movies. And it was glorious. It was the best day ever. Like no one bothered me. Um, I watched. I started watching the first movie at like 10 a.m. And I watched all the way through until like 10 p.m. It was fantastic. And I figured stuff out. I realized things. As Kylie Jenner would say. I realized things. First of all, I realized I'm not okay. <laughs> it's not a surprise, but I'm not okay. Like I am okay, but I'm not okay. Deep down, I'm not okay. So acknowledgement is the first step. Then I realized I need to really, really, really work on releasing this trauma because it is affecting my health now. And I was doing research a while back on different kinds of therapies. I'm not opposed to therapy. I think therapy can be very beneficial. I have been to therapy twice. Um, am I ashamed of even saying aloud that I have <laughs> mental health problems and needed therapy? Yes. Am I ashamed that I went to therapy? Yes. Um, that Did this negatively impact my experience of therapy? Yes. <laughs> I come from a household where therapy is not really something that you talk about openly and is accepted openly. I don't know how my parents would feel about this. I think they would say, if that's something that you need to do, go for it. But I also feel like there's maybe an implication that therapy is for weak people. But I don't know. I never really asked them about it. I've My parents have made some comments in the past um, where I have kind of a basic idea of how they would feel about it for themselves. Um and in my friend circle now more and more people have gone to therapy and it's something that's almost normal and it's talked about quite a lot but i have this weird stigma still attached to it that I feel like 
some people use therapy as a crutch. What I mean by that is that they're using, that they're trying to get an easy way out. They don't want to deal with their problems. They want them to go away. Therapy. Other people really put a lot of work and effort into therapy and going to therapy, which I think is quite admirable. Um, but there are people that use it as an excuse to just be like, yeah, I'm going to therapy. And what do you do in therapy, you know? So it's for like those people for me kind of kill it for me because I I know it's a fear of judgment that if I would say out loud, yeah, I go to therapy, people, I assume people would look at me like, oh, she's, oh, mm, what's wrong with her? Like, is she that depressed? Is she that so, like, is she in so much pain? Like, does she really need therapy? Like, what do you even do there? You know, like, it's, it just has this really negative connotation it didn't help that certain people had certain opinions about therapy in my life um and it also didn't help how my journey with therapy started so my first time going to therapy was when i was nine years old and i was forced by a parent and I hated it obviously like first of all I don't like random people I don't like people in general I love my friends and family but I don't like going to places where I don't really know anyone and then I have to talk about myself hell no and I was a child so all I remember is I was in this room with this woman who kept asking me questions and I refused to speak um I think I gave a couple of answers but in general I was just not really feeling it and she had this big box with sand and like little toys and so I played with that obviously because it's a mechanism you know to talk to kids And I don't remember how I found out, but basically, or my parent was sitting in the other room watching this session. At least that's what I remember, like either being told or finding out. I don't, can't recall. It was a really, really long time ago. And I felt so betrayed because this woman was like, yes, anything you say to me, you know, it stays between us. I'm like, what a pile of fucking bullshit. So you betrayed me. Um, you used me. And what for what benefit? So this was the first time I went to therapy. So of course, I'm going to have a negative like trigger related to this. The second time I went to therapy was last year. Um... And I did it online. 
Now, I did it online because I wanted to do it in the comfort of my home because I wanted to be in a safe space. And my home, granted it wasn't really a safe space, but it was a safe space. I didn't really want to go somewhere. I also hid this from um, a lot of people. I didn't talk about this at all. So it was kind of a thing that I did for a while by myself and didn't really talk about it with anyone. And the first couple of sessions were okay. They didn't give me any epiphany moments. But in general, because I was A, ashamed, B, I didn't want to admit to certain things. I wasn't being super honest in these sessions, so obviously it's not really helpful. Um, and then the fact that I kept it secret just kind of made it worse. So in general, also not a good experience, but that's because of me, because I couldn't stand up for myself. Like I said, comments were made in my vicinity that this was not a good idea that this meant that I would have severe problems and I did have severe problems um severe problems of not being enough of anything and everything that I do is never enough as a girlfriend it wasn't related to my family. I mean, yes, my family and I have our own separate set of issues for sure. And there's some childhood trauma in there for sure. We all have it. Um, I recognize it. But like, and yeah, we talked about this in therapy as well. Like my relationship with my parents and all of that with my brother. Um with work, with myself, we talk mostly about me, how I felt, how I was doing, um, and some of it was good, and some of it was just really useless, I don't think she was a great match for me, um, and I don't think I would be doing this online again, it's really convenient, but that also makes it easy and lazy, you know what I mean, like, not working for anything not that I have to like work for it but I feel like if I would do this again talking therapy um mine was cognitive behavior um I would never do psychotherapy but that's just my personal opinion I think I would go to someone I think if you're in a room that's neutral I mean, it's the territory of the therapist, technically, but it's kind of neutral. And I'm not hiding it from anyone this time. And I'm actually talking about the real stuff that's going on. I think it could be beneficial, but I just have this inner belief that I can manage everything on my own, which <laughs> I can't. Um, fun fact. And that... I'm not weak. Going to therapy for me means weakness. It means I can't handle my shit. And 
why can't I handle this? I've been through worse-ish. I've been through a couple of really traumatic events. So if I can do that, why can't I do this? You know what I mean? Anyways, so I was researching like a year ago about trauma therapy. And I read the book, um, Trauma Keeps the Score, which I can really, really recommend. Um, prior to this last relationship, I've had, like I've talked about, I think a thousand times already, a couple of situations in my life that really stuck with me. And they're never going to go away. So this is the thing about trauma. I don't want this to be the trauma episode. And we're going to do this next week. Um, but what I've learned and what I've had to accept is that the trauma will never go away. You can never make it go away. It's part of you. It's part of your life. But you can release its power over you. So what I mean is that you can't change your history. You can't erase anything. Oh, God knows I wish I there was a button somewhere where you could press like delete this from your mind. Oh my God, I think I would feel a thousand times better. And I think there's something that you've experienced probably where you would also like a delete button for it but that's just not possible you can't erase anything and you have to accept that these events or these situations happened and you're gonna be reminded of them and maybe in 10 years or so less but there's, it's part of you and it, the job here is to accept it and work through it so that it just doesn't have this power anymore. And trust me when I say that something that happened in my life um, 11 years ago, I thought I really worked through it until I realized that I only did so partially um, and it's time that that leaves my body the same as something that happened four years ago um, needs to leave my body the same as stuff that happened in the last two years needs to leave my body why because it's affecting my health it's affecting my health in that I'm not sleeping I have I had depression, I have anxiety, I don't concentrate. There's certain aspects where I am now comprehending that these are really impacting me um, and my overall well-being. Um, so when I was doing research on trauma therapy, obviously you can go and talk, like talking therapy. Or 
you could do something that's called somatic experience therapy, which I've booked in for this week. So I'm going to tell you what this is. So I'm explaining it correctly. And then I will also give you like a visual so you can understand what can happen in these therapy sessions. Somatic experiencing is a type of therapy that helps treat post-traumatic stress and effects from other mental health conditions. The thing is, you work with breathing in this in this type of therapy. Unlike standard mental health therapies such as CBT, which is cognitive behavior therapy, um, which focuses prominently on the mind, somatic therapy incorporates body-oriented modalities such as dance, breathwork, and meditation to support mental healing. In addition, somatic experiencing therapy sessions include talk therapy and mind-body exercises. There's different types of somatic therapy. Um, the most common and straightforward form of somatic therapy is known as such or as somatic experiencing therapy. In this therapy, patients discuss their problems, as in other forms of mental wellness therapies. Rather than just talk about them, somatic therapists guide patients to focus on their underlying physical sensations. From there, the mind-body exercises may include breathwork, meditation, visualization, massage, grounding, dance, and or sensation awareness work. And it can help with PTSD, anxiety, addiction, grief, depression, stress. Yeah, I think I'll leave it at that for what it is. Basically, if you've seen... I don't know if this is cringy, but... There's videos <laughs> of these types of therapies either with like a therapist and a patient or with a group of patients and one therapist and it's basically where you are lying down and you're doing breathing exercises guided by this therapist where your body starts shaking and you may or may not be crying and like it's basically a physical way of releasing all the trauma that you've stored in your body. If you haven't <laughs> ever seen one of these sessions, have a look. <laughs> um, I used to be a bit skeptical of these types of things because I'm like, come on. And I'm at the point now where I'm like, this needs to go. This needs to leave my body and I will do it in whatever way shape or form but I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try this and see if this is at all beneficial am I signing up for like regular sessions no I'm doing this once and see how it feels and then take it from there I'm not gonna be like oh, I'm gonna commit myself and do this and this and this no 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 we're gonna not have expectations 
I'm not gonna expect going there and being like all crazy, shaky, crying, screaming, blah, 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 and coming out of there and being like, oh, my trauma's gone. No, like I have no expectations, but I'm gonna try something that might work for me. It's expensive. Um, but I'm at the point where I need to sleep and CBD is a crutch. Sure, it works. Same as melatonin, I will sleep. But the thing is, I need to fix the issues. Otherwise, this is gonna keep happening to me. And I'm done. I'm too old to not sleep. Also, since I'm not having kids yet, I need to like really relish in the fact that I can sleep for eight to nine hours uninterrupted. I mean, come on. If I ever decide to have children, that's out the window until I'm like 50. Bye. <laughs> oh God, no. <laughs> oh, that's no, it's awful. I'm going to let you know how that went in next week's episode. I'm curious to see what happens. Um, I was also always against seeing a male therapist. I feel less comfortable. In this work, apparent, there's like four places in Zurich that offer this. And two of them were really fucking creepy. And one of them was a clinic that charged a hundred thousand for I don't know per month per week I don't remember. It was like a you go there and you check yourself in basically. And then there's this person who's male, um, but he, from his bio, from his education, from his experience, from the photo that's on there. He seemed like an okay option, like a good option, I would say a good option, as in I, yeah, it's, it's, it's fine for me, <laughs> like I don't have negative feelings towards this, um, but yeah, I, I don't know, considering this is really used for trauma cases and has shown benefits in trauma cases. Who knows? Maybe this will work for me. Like talking through certain things, yeah, it's really helpful and I can get to the root of things. This is why I'm doing the podcast, which is basically self therapize ther ther How do you call that? Self therapeutizing? This makes no sense. Self-therapy. I'm talking and I will always have an epiphany. I will always figure out something. Um, but I want to try something that maybe can help me just, I don't know, get rid of some of the stored energy. Because the body is an energy source, right? And it works with energies. And it's surrounded by energies and trauma is also an energy. So if there's a way to like activate getting it out, by all means, you know. So yeah, 
I was initially going to talk about dating, but we went for therapy instead. Um, I really need to work on not judging myself so harshly when it comes to mental health. I don't like admitting to the fact that certain things have happened in my life. I don't like boxing myself in. I don't like admitting that I'm not okay. It's super hard for me when I reach out and tell my friends that I'm not okay it means it's really bad um and that I'm not capable of coming out of whatever I'm going through which is tough and it's it's tough for my friends for sure it's tough for me for sure it's tough for me and I just always feel guilty like I don't like going to them and saying hey I'm not feeling so good because I feel like I should be good all the time and I feel like we also live in a society where say something bad happens two months later if you're still not okay come on like figure your shit out right that's kind of the society that we live in we need to be over it in three days plus minus I remember when my relationship ended and the first week everyone was checking in with me pretty much on a daily basis and then slowly slowly it all went away and nowadays my core circle will always ask me hey how are you doing but also just to see how I'm doing not in relation to this when then I share that, hey, this is coming over, this is triggering, or I was in this situation just like yesterday, and it brought up this feeling, then they will ask me the next time, like, how are you doing? How's it going? Um, but we don't bring these things up. We don't bring up things, like I see it in myself as well, like, people that went through a breakup recently, and a month later we I don't really like I don't go to them and ask them how are you doing with that to one extent because I feel like it's invading the privacy of that person if they want to share that they will second of all I don't want to bring something up for them that they're not really in the mood for process like dealing with in this space and time um but at the same time, it's really important to always ask your closest and dearest how they really are. And if they're saying they're fine and you were feeling like they might not be fine, ask again, how are you really doing? Because chances are they are not telling you everything. I know this from my own experience. I always say I'm fine. I always say I'm okay. Am I always okay? No. Am I always fine? Hell no. No. Sometimes I don't want to talk about it. And sometimes 
it's really, really endearing when the person across from me sits there and says, but how are you really doing? And cares and shows me that this person has time and energy for me to listen to me, to be there and support me in whichever way I need. I never know what I need until recently when I saw a video on TikTok where it says, um, I don't even remember what it, it was about, like a friend needing their other friend's support and that person put on a pink unicorn costume and ran to their house with a bottle of wine. And I'm like, actually, yeah, that's what I need. I need fun and I need I need company and I definitely don't need wine, but I kind of need wine. <laughs> you know what I mean? So just ask again. How are you really doing? It's important. It's important. And if they're saying like, everything's really okay, okay, let it be. Chances are they're likely going to open up and tell you something that's been going on. And then you can be there for them. So yeah, that's my two cents on therapy. And... I don't know. I need to be less judgmental with myself. I don't care if like my friends go to therapy. I would never in my life think like, oh God, how pathetic. I'm thinking like, oh, how great for them. You know, maybe this is going to help them get through something that we as their friend cannot help them with. Um, And maybe they're going to feel better. And maybe, I don't know, you know. So why am I saying that about myself that because I choose to do something like this that this makes me look weak and pathetic and stupid and why am I feeling shameful towards it? There's no reason to feel shame towards this. It's actually a sign of strength. You're facing your problems head on. Because I'm not going to therapy to sit there and like tweedle D and tweedle dumb with my thumbs and go home after 40 minutes and be like yeah whatever and then keep going back I'm also not going there and be like yeah I have problems but I don't know how to fix them like help me no I actually want to tackle this I don't think we should run around with all this trauma stored in our body god knows it shows up in physical ways and it's time to like really (laughs) deal with it Yeah, so that's my two cents on that. Um, Next week, we will talk about trauma. Uh, It will be a really heavy episode, so I'm giving you a trigger warning now. I will also give it in the beginning of next week's episode. Um, And then I'm off to Japan (laughs) for two weeks. So I will likely pre-record something so you can have something to listen to on Tuesdays um but yeah we have a little bit of time left until then um have a beautiful rest of your day rest of your week whenever you're listening to this thanks for hanging out with me it was fun um please rate and review the show recommend it to your friends send it to them on whatsapp um 
Yeah. And if you have any questions, please write to me at conversationsxmyself at gmail.com. You can also send me like stories that you need help with. Like if you're dating someone and you need help with that or if something happened recently, you need help with that, like go for it. You know, I'm all ears. I'll give you the best advice that I've got, my five minutes of wisdom. And um, yeah, let's do this shit together. (laughs) There's no need in like crying at home at 10 p.m. and thinking your life is horrible. No, we can do this together. Um, You can also hop into my DMs if the email thing is not really your vibe. Um, Yeah, and then I'll see you again next Tuesday. Bye.